Hello, 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 beautiful people. I am back with another episode. I love you guys. I missed you guys. I hope you guys have been staying safe, washing those hands, and just enjoying life despite of what's going on in the world today because God is sovereign. Our Father is sovereign. He loves us. He will protect us regardless of what's going on. We just have to believe and trust in his word that he will never leave us nor forsake us you guys i am so excited i know i say that all the time about the word of god because it do it gives me goosebumps it gives me it brings joy to my heart and to my spirit when i know that i am about to deliver a word from the lord this is nothing from me this is from his word and in his word as many of you may know it says that we are to rightly divide the word of truth and we are supposed to also defend the word as well so i'm here to do all of that you guys i'm here to give you a word just from him and i just wanted to go back on you know some of us hear and have heard back long time ago we were coming up in churches even now that you know the time is near we living in the last days and a lot of people say read revelations which is very true but there are other books in the bible that also lets us know what days we're living in and what days are coming up on and everything so it's not just the book of revelation and once again we we perish due to lack of knowledge that's in the word as well so if we don't have the knowledge we will perish so it's best to get in the word of God it's best to study the word of God it's best to get the understanding the knowledge and wisdom that he wants you to get yourself so that you will not perish due to lack of knowledge so I told you guys that this new season that I'm starting um, my last couple episodes, like when I first started podcast, I was just doing this episodes based off of studies and I would just pick, you know, a verse that God brought to my spirit and I would do like a mini, um, sermon on it, would you say, or mini teaching. So now I have this new season where God leads me to different books of the Bible and I do deep studies. I love, I truly love and enjoy doing deep studies. Um, so the first one that he had me to do um, on this new season was um, the book of Daniel so now I finished that thank God and I did do some episodes on that so go back to those episodes and you'll get to um, you know get a little background on the book of Daniel also I'm doing now God led me to the book of Lamentations Um, And I'm just going to give you just a little bit of background on the Lamentations. And then I'm going to jump right into the different. It's five chapters in this book. I have not read the fifth chapter yet. I've got up to the fourth chapter. And what I'm going to do and how I'm going to break it down is give you a little bit of background. And then I'm going to dive right into what the headings, according to my study Bible, um, chapter one, chapter two, the headings over them, what they are and what's coming out of that chapter. And then. And I will give you guys some verses that stuck out to me and God, you know, told me to write down and he spoke to me through these verses. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. So I'm going to dive right into it. So this is the book of Lamentations, L-A-M-E-N-T-A-T-I-O-N-S. And the author of this book 
is Jeremiah. Um, Jeremiah was definitely a prophet and he is remembered as the weeping <laughs> prophet. And you guys understand more and more why I, that he's referred to as the weeping prophet. And um, he, you'll get it once the more and more I speak into this um, and actually show you guys what God has shown me through this book of Lamentations, you'll understand why he's called the weeping prophet. And the key people that's in this book will be Jeremiah and the people of Jer Jerusalem. I'm sorry. So Jeremiah and the people of Jerusalem. And Jeremiah's two books focus on one event, the destruction of Jerusalem. Lamentations is a dirge, a funeral song written for the falling city of Jerusalem. And also, Jeremiah... Just giving you a little bit of background on him. Like I said, he was a prophet. And Jeremiah grieves deeply because of the destruction of Jerusalem and the devastation of his nation. And I looked up the word, when I do my deep studies, I looked up the word, the um, prefix of lamentations, which is lament. So that first part of that word, I'm like, what is this word? What does it mean? And it means, lament means an expression of grief or sorrow. And also, another definition would be loud mourning or wailing. In other words, you know, mourning or wailing, crying, and crying out. So, um, that's a little bit of the background. And this Lamentations was written after the fall of Jerusalem. So, this is just telling you what happened um, after the fall of, you know, before it, you know, it was actually the fall of Jerusalem came. So... We're going to jump right in. And then chapter 1, you might hear me turning the pages in my study Bible. But in chapter 1, it talks about Jeremiah mourning for Jerusalem. He's feeling, he's feeling a lot of deep sorrow because of everything that Jerusalem was going through and through the nation that it was going through and the destruction and the devastation of his nation. Um, but I'm going to explain to you why they were going through this. And I'm just going to go chapter by chapter and some verses that stuck out to me. And um, in chapter one, it just basically, like I said, it talks about just Jeremiah going on and on and he's crying out to God and he's crying out to the Lord about how he feels so deeply hurt hurt that they're going through this and there was a verse in here that really um stuck out to me and um it was jer um it was lamentations one and five and it says the lord has brought her grief because of her many sins her who is her so we're talking about the nation we're talking about the um the destruction of jerusalem we're talking about the nation of judah so they had um you know their rebellious ways and of their sins against the lord the lord has brought her grief because of her many sins that verse stuck out to me because we 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 always cry out and we wonder why is god doing me it's like why is god doing me like this and what did i do and then it showed me here that he has brought so the Lord will cause, meaning voluntarily, he will cause grief because of our sin. That just really stuck out to me. But I'm going to get into that because, yes, there's a good side of that as well. 
what can be so good about that I will explain that and then I want to once I said in the beginning is to rightly divide the word of truth we hear so much good in churches we hear we don't hear where it we it's rarely you know talked about and preached about and explained about sin in our lives and what sin can lead us to and how sin is can lead us to destruction so I'm not going to sugarcoat anything I'm going to tell you and I'm going to that's why I'm thankful to God for pointing out these verses to me that he will cause grief because of sin cause grief mean he will bring on grief because of sin it hurts him when we sin we're not supposed to be rebellious against the Lord and another verse that stuck out is that Jerusalem had sinned greatly and so has become unclean. People all over turned against Jerusalem because of how they were. They were considered as unclean. And enemies and different people laughed at them because of their downfall and everything. And then... Jeremiah cried out to the Lord for deliverance even during this whole he just did a lot of crying out to the Lord during the first chapter in here as well and then we're going to dive right into the second chapter of Lamentations the second chapter um, it is titled God's anger at sin God's anger at sin and there was a verse a couple verses that I um, that stuck out to me and I wrote down and it was Lamentations 2 and 14 and it reads um, about the visions of the prophets were false and worthless they did not expose your sin to ward off your captivity. The prophecies they gave you were false and misleading. That was so deep for me. And I'm going to read the bottom of the commentary of this verse. It says false prophets were everywhere in Jeremiah's day. They gave counterfeit and misleading prophecies while Jeremiah warned the people of coming destruction and lengthy captivity. The false prophets said that all was well, so the people need not fear. All of Jeremiah's words came true because he was a true prophet of God. There's a lot of prophets out here, a lot of leaders that are leading you and me astray. So that's why it is it is vital for you to get the word of God. It is vital for you to not perish due to lack of knowledge. It is vital that you meditate on the word day and night. That's why it is vital that we do these things so that we will not be led astray and that we will not um, be given false and misleading information and be led into captivity and destruction. So that verse just really stuck out to me um, as well. And then the Lord allows the enemy to triumph over you. He allows the enemy to triumph over you. And this verse also really honestly made me have a little goosebumps because he would allow the enemy to triumph over you. And when I read that, I'm like, wow. Wow, wow, wow. And that is in verse Lamentations 2 and the second part of verse 17. He has overthrown you without pity. He has let the enemy gloat 
over you. The Lord allows, and another meaning for gloat is dwell on with satisfaction. Also, triumph over you. So he allows the enemy to do this with satisfaction because, once again, of our sin and of our, you know, rebellious ways. And also in this chapter, in chapter 2 verse 20 it talks about the innocent even have to go through it as well so lord look and consider whom you have whom you have ever treated like this should women eat their offspring the children they have cared for should priests and prophet be killed in the sanctuary of the lord yes the innocent even will be um would have to go through these things because of sin because of sin, nobody will be weaned out or be, you know, exited out or excused. We all will go through that of our sinful ways. Just like of what's going on in the world today, God is bringing destruction. The Lord is allowing things to happen because of our sinful ways as well. And then going right into chapter 3, which is headed, Hope in the Mist of Affliction. Um... This is just basically talking about how we're supposed to have hope in the, you know, in the midst of going through things, regardless of what the Lord brings. And there were some verses in this chapter that really stuck out to me as well. And it was Lamentations 3, 32 through 33. Um, and then I want to go back because there's another verse that really, you know, gave it should give us hope. It says, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait on him. Jeremiah was praising the Lord. Even in the midst of affliction, he still push through and he praised the Lord. That's what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to continue to praise the Lord, even though we're going through things and, um, getting to Lamentations 3, 32 through 33, it reads, though he brings grief, he will show compassion. So great is his faith, unfailing love for he does not willingly bring affliction or grief to anyone the lord is so faithful i just i highlighted this and i just put love this and that he is so faithful and we have to understand that he is so faithful regardless of the affliction and the things that we go through in life he is still faithful just like this verse says though he brings grief he will show compassion and that is found in lamentations 32 and that just brought so much joy to my heart as well it is such a relief to know that the Lord shows us compassion, even when he brings grief. It is such joy. It is such joy. And we should rejoice in the Lord because of that and because of his compassion and his faithfulness and his unfailing love through the affliction that we go through. And we should put our hope in this promise alone. We should definitely put our hope, even through the COVID-19, through the racist acts in the world um, that goes on, nothing goes unnoticed to the Lord. You better believe nothing goes unnoticed to the Lord. So we have to continue to have hope, continue to have joy in our hearts, continue to, to let his word dwell in our hearts and in our spirits so that we can push forward in hope. And 
I just wanted to make sure I share that with you guys as well. And um, I wanted to continue to go on. Chapter 4 basically talks about God's anger is satisfied. God's anger is satisfied. So another verse that stuck out to me is Lamentations 4 and 6 in this chapter. It says, the punishment of my people is greater than that of Sodom. I was like, wow. And you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, um, they were destroyed. And the city of Sodom destroyed by burning sulfur from heaven because of its wickedness. Because a symbol of God's ultimate judgment, yet the guilt of Jerusalem was even greater than of Sodom. Jeremiah wasn't comparing sins, but acknowledging that Sodom had few of the advantages and blessings of the people of Jerusalem had enjoyed from God. Jerusalem's greater guilt was in turning away in spite of the city's countless God-given benefits alone y'all that punishment of Jerusalem was greater than that of of Sodom and Gomorrah and that just I was once again I was in awe with that um as well so I wanted to there are some more verses that pointed out to me and that was Lamentations 4 and 10 with their own hands compassionate women have cooked their own children who became their food when my people were destroyed because they were so desperate and so hungry and for food and everything they cooked their own children that is right and you can use um uh, have a a verse that goes with this as well and you can go back to Leviticus 26 and chapter 26 verse 29 and it will let you know you can go there once you um as a you know reference verse as well which is very true and also the verse let me go back up to chapter I mean verse 9 those killed by the sword are better off than those who die from famine racked with hunger they wasted away for lack of food from the field immediate so when I seen that those killed by the sword are better off that was immediate um they were immediately killed. But then it says that is worse than, you know, slow death, basically, from hunger and wasting away from not being able to eat. So that stood out to me as well. And coming here, you know, tying things up, this verse really hit me. Verse 16, the Lord himself has scattered them. He no longer watches over them. The priests are shown no honor, the elders no favor. And I was like, wow. So that specifically talks about the leaders of the church, the leaders. And I went back to the reference verse, which is Isaiah chapter 9, verses 14 through 16, which reads, So the Lord will cut off from Israel both head and tail, both palm branch and reed in a single day. The elders and genitaries are the head. The prophets who teach lies are the tail. Those who guide this people misled them. And those who are guided are led astray. Wow, those are the leaders. The leaders who are supposed to be leading us into the path of eternity and the truth and the, and the love of God. And they don't. They lie and we have to make sure that we're not guided and and misled astray by prophets and elders and leaders of the church that are not leading, which they are supposed to be doing. 
So that verse really just stuck out to me. Um, I pray that you guys, this has blessed you guys. And I just continue to pray for you. I will end in prayer. And I will be wrapping up and doing chapter 5, which is the last chapter um, in a couple days. Lord, Father, I thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your unfailing love. Lord, we thank you for your compassion. Even though through the through the brief and the time of affliction, Lord, we thank you for allowing us to go through grief so that we can understand how much you love us and how much you actually do love us and you bring on punishment. Lord, we thank you even in spite of that. Lord, we ask that you help us with our sin that we may have so that we will not sin and be rebellious against your laws and your love and against you, Lord. So we thank you, God. I pray that every listener that is listening to this podcast takes something from this study and from the book of Lamentations and allow it to simmer in their spirits. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We pray and we call all these things done in your son Jesus' precious, precious name we pray. Amen. I love you guys. Stay tuned to the last chapter of the book of Lamentations, which I will be reading here probably today or tomorrow, and I will be doing another episode. I love you guys. Have a beautiful afternoon. Stay tuned. Bye. (music) Bye.